Hi, and welcome to the My Bloody Website podcast, where we talk about all things online, especially for small and medium business owners or marketers. I'm Daryl King. I've been running a web agency for over 25 years, and I'm here with my co-host, Ed Pelgrin, who's been running his online marketing agency for just as long. Our goal is to cover things in a way anyone can understand and can prove how they use online in their business. This is episode 33. Uh, we've called it a reality check about your online business. It's June 28, 2018. Hey, Ed, how you going? Good, mate. Yourself? Excellent. 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 Getting ready for a rant. Oh, I love rants. Trust me, no. we, uh, there's, there's a lot to rant about in today's environment, let me tell you. Well, and I thought uh, in this week's episode, uh, we might talk about a topic. So uh, in Australia, June 30 is the end of the financial year, end of the tax year for businesses. Um, I realise that not everyone's listening might be in Australia, but it's a good time to reflect on how your business has gone. And each year when the accountants come in and you, you know you look at it and do your sort of anal gaze about uh, how everything's been going, do the deep dive, <laughs> dig in really deep. You know, you look at, hey, what's happened in my business since I started after the, you know, the Christmas break, the, you know, since the start of the year, how have we gone? Bit of a reality check because, you know, this is where you uh, made a profit, made a loss for the whole financial year, 12 months, you know, bills have got to be paid, all sorts of planning happens in those last few weeks just to make sure you're on track. Um, and I'm not sure uh, that happens enough with what people are doing online. So I thought this topic of, Having a bit of an anal gaze or navel gaze is probably a safe <laughs> yeah, way. I, I don't know where you're going with that. <laughs> <laughs> is you know really dig in deep and really get into the you know one well, think about what are you doing? Like, are you doing things that really matter? Are they profitable for your business? Do they generate an ROI? Mm. I and I think we should mention that where this is this bit of a rant has come from is that we've been seeing things happen lately customers have been asking us questions and people have been doing things and you sit there and you think what why the bloody hell are you doing that um it's completely irrelevant to the business or you're just getting caught up you're 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 playing with your toys rather than focusing on the business and we're all guilty of it shit i do it all the time yeah well and you see it a lot like when you get to audit sites i get to audit sites or when you visit things yeah you're looking for a service you're looking for a product and you'll land on a site and you'll go, why on earth are you doing this? And I know we've talked about it before, but where are you getting your advice from? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you talk to some people and they're getting advice from, it might be the business coach or it might be their accountant, it could be their web guy, it could be their online marketing guy. And that's all well and good. And, and the people listening need need to learn to be judicious in making the right calls. And I guess that's why we started the podcast was to help throw out some information so that you knew you were getting the right advice. And an example is uh, lead magnets, you know, like, and and so maybe to explain that for people. So a lead magnet, um, you say, let's produce a little ebook or a guide and I'm going to make people coming to my site sign up to get this. They're going to give me their email address and their name or, some form of information, and then I'm going to give them something. And typically it's a downloadable. Yeah. And, and so the goal is uh, let's follow that. Now, a lot of this pops out from internet marketing gurus, the IMGs, uh, or a lot of people that, have, that sell things online. So, you know, if you're, if you're mass pumping out stuff online, maybe it's access to a course or bigger books or software, 
there's probably a close connection between, well, there is a close connection between, you know, let's get people into a newsletter list and, a, and some online communication and then let's, you know, drip feed them some information, try and bring them back, show them examples of what we do. But everyone's frigging doing this. Like, I mean, oh, you, I know. You, know, you, you find it on a plumber's site. Yeah, download my... Th- you know, know what? When I, yeah, go, man. No, no, I think that's, it, it grinds my gears, as Peter says from Family Guy. That, that's, that's exactly what he said. See, the issue is a lot of these IM guys, uh, internet marketing guys, are selling information products, courses, training, things like that, webinars, right? And the trouble is every traditional business owner who's, who, who are running, you know, physical businesses or whatnot, who aren't information marketers, see these tactics and they think that they need to be doing them. And you're right, some of these coaches will be telling them you need this you need that but the reality is it doesn't it doesn't matter i mean a classic example is i have a had a client who was a, a home services business you know they did stuff for the home and you went to the website and they had a big sign up for my video training course and i was like why would i do that i just want to buy some guttering right that's what you do why the freaking hell would i sign up for this video course um and if you've got something of value there give it away for free yeah and and i and i and it's not don't throw the baby out with the bathwater, but don't also, you know what I mean? Like, you know, don't just keep stuffing the babies in the bath, right? Like bad analogy, right? But it's, you know, you, when you, when you think about what it is you're going to add, and, and I always look at it about pop-ups, right? And we go, ah, oh, pop-ups work, pop-ups work. You know, well, what is a pop-up doing? Generally, it's getting an email address in your newsletter list. Okay. So all of these things are about building a newsletter. So have a friggin' look. When was the last time you sent out a friggin' e-newsletter? If you're not sending out e-newsletters but once a year, why the hell are you doing all of these tactics to load up an email list and you're not doing anything with it, right? Like that's point number one. And that's it's hard, right, to keep that momentum, do stuff useful. But also if you're just building an email, email newsletter list to just send out your friggin' offer every month rather than something useful or whatever, is it really what people are signing up for? What exactly are you getting them to sign up for? And I think the best thing is translate this to what happens in your physical office or shop. Like, is that what you do? Like, you know, whenever I walks into the shop, you go, ah, yeah, look, I'd like you to come in here, but you just give me email address and stuff. I want to give you something and then you can maybe look around. Like, no way. That's not how you operate in Online business and offline business have differences, but they have a lot of similarities. The similarities are it's human-to-human sales or it's business-to-human sales, but the person that's coming to your organization isn't coming ever, 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 ever to sign up to your newsletter list. That's not why they came to your website. Mm. They, you know, that's not their intent. If you think about it, who, who, what's the newsletter for? It's for you. Yeah. So you can spam the shit out of them with, uh, with the hope that you'll make some money, right? They, they don't sign up for pain and suffering, right? And I, I get it. I get it. And there's a place and a time for that, right? Yes. But, but, but what, it's, well, what I think ca- is... Caveat, caveat, we're not saying newsletter lists are bad or sending yeah. newsletters are wrong. But it's like anything, do it right. That, that's right. And, and, like even, and I'm not saying pop-ups are... It, it's all context, right? It's all context. A pop-up is going to work or a squeeze page is going to work. If the context is right, and yep. the value is on the back end of that and they understand it, right? Oh, I'm going to sign up for this because there's an educational piece there and you're straight up with them. Say, look, I'm going to teach you something and then I'm going to offer you something at the end. And so you give it to them straight up front. There's none of this oh, bullshit about signing onto the newsletter and then I'll spam you, right? So well, and, they can and, work. 
Yeah, sorry, Matt. Yeah. No, no, but it just depends on you've got to understand where the client is at. And if they're ready for that, then, then, then they'll sign up for it, right? But the reality is we treat everyone like they're ready to buy or they're ready to get married, right? Uh, and you don't do that, right? They're not ready for that. Well, and it's tarring everyone with a brush because it's easy for us to be lazy about the way we communicate with our customers. That's the thing, right? It's easier to just bulk send shit to people than it is to custom write a handwritten note to someone or a custom email or a custom conversation with them. That's hard, right? It takes Mm. human resources, time and money. So we don't want to do it. So I get that. You know, like if you were selling uh, DIY kits, I don't know, you know, make at home kits, woodworking kits. Okay. And, 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 and it was a, it was, a, it was not a, a, an impulse purchase that you need now. So something that I need now, or I need to speak to someone is when the shit is overflowing and there's poop flying all over the bathroom floor and stuff from a backed up toilet, I don't need an ebook from a plumber. I need a plumber to come and fix it. Right. But if I've got this, you know, it's a discretionary spend, and I don't know if the supplier of the kits is trustworthy or not, or their gear's any good. For them to deliver an ongoing, you know, sort of helpful info and videos over a period of time could be really, really important because I'm willing to ingest that over time and it's part of a conversion process, but it's deliberate. Like it's a deliberate thing. You go, you know what? I know my Jennies and my Jennies like to build these. Let, let's use, I don't know, models, like a, a wood, they're wooden models or a real custom thing. I don't know if anyone ever does, but, and so they're unique. So the way for me to help people invest in what I'm selling them is to help show them. So, you know, might have videos of when you're putting one together, you might have videos of the production progress, you might have some blog, but you might have things that you would want to drip deliver to people over a period of time. Now you would engineer that all up front about what you're going to do. It's not ad hoc. You actually have a deliberate thought about the process. So mm. then people come along and you know, I go, oh, get my free ebook. You, you get deliberate and you'd say, look, hey, we know not everyone understands what we do, what the products look like, whatever. So we deliver once a month insights into what we deliver as in, and tell them what it is and then you get people to sign up. So smart people get people to sign up for stuff that they want to get, not well, I saw it on this site. I listened to all these podcasts and videos and they said, put one of these things on your site. And an example that I know you talk about is on that site that you're talking about, there was just this big thing right up front, get my course, here's the sign up box. And that was the whole of the top of the screen. Yeah. It just like out of place. Didn't tell you what you're getting. It also had an autoplay video. Nice. An autoplay YouTube video that was poorly recorded and it sounded, the audio was terrible and it cranked out and it was like the first thing you do on that website is you look for the stop button, right? Or you leave. So why well, piss people off? It, it, could you imagine? It'd be like walking into a shop and someone with a bullhorn at the front saying, g'day, g'day, want to buy, want to buy? Yeah, get my claws. Hey, here's all these DVDs, stick them in your pocket, like did sign up and you won't get look, any benefit for them. Yeah, <laughs> I think, look, the, the point that you made there was, was it just hasn't been thought out, right? Um, and they, everyone sees stuff and look, uh, we're guilty of it too. Sometimes you get caught up in it. They go, oh, should I need to be looking at that? But a classic example is I get it in the last year. I must've been asked five times. Hey, um, should we be on uh, Instagram? Oh, I hear Instagram's the next big thing. It's huge. And I'm like, well, you sell guttering. What do you, what do you want to do on Instagram? Well, I don't understand. Explain to me what your logic is. Right. And they're not, they're not, they're not unintelligent people. 
So they could think this through. Oh, are my customers there? Right? Because they use the same logic when they're saying, well, I'm going to invest in yellow pages or stuff because they did it because the customers were there. And as customers move, they go elsewhere. But people don't go to Instagram to look at roof. Well, maybe not in my group. I mean, when was the last time you looked at some quality guttering you and mesh protection? Late, you don't spend late nights sitting in the dark <laughs> looking at raw guttering. No, I don't. I don't. But I mean, that, that's the thing. So, I mean, they could figure that out. So why, why do that? I think it's maybe, maybe it's fear of missing out. People think, oh, shit, everyone's moving to Instagram. Well, I, I need to be there. Yeah. And, and, it, and it's the, the, the whole point of not thinking through what am I in this for? Yeah. You know, oh, look, uh, you know, people are doing these sorts of things on Pinterest. So we should start doing this on Pinterest. Yeah, but how does it translate? To what the hell are you doing? And you know what? I wish I had all the spare time in the world to do this stuff all the time. I mean, as you know, I mean, I kicked the ass out of my LinkedIn account the other, you know, about a month ago. I just deleted it. I went, you know what? I get emails from these people. I don't go there. I don't need a job on LinkedIn. I sure as heck don't need all the unsolicited spam and, you know, and now people are posting their blog posts there as well. I was like, no, I'm not doing that. I don't want to do it. There's no benefit to me the way I operate there. So I'm not going to play in that space. I'm sure there's great reasons for lots of people to be there and there is, not me. So get out of it because I need to focus on the platforms or the tools or the things that matter to my business that get a result. Hey, you know, while we're talking about Instagram, um, you know how you get an opportunity to be at the beginning of something and you can see the wave coming like, like as if yeah. you were a surfer, right? And watch it coming. So what's happening right now with LinkedIn is that, um, it, I mean, it is a great professional network um, for connecting people and lots sort of stuff. But, you know, a lot of people use it as a resume service. But there's a, there's a current team of marketers who are very good at um, using LinkedIn as a lead generation platform. And they've all got, you know, like anything, they've worked out how to approach people without, being spammy, right? So yeah. the, the pitch is, here's how to use LinkedIn to generate leads for your business, right? And they've worked out a methodology or an approach whereby you come across as less spammy, right? You don't come straight out of the gate and say, buy my shit. You, you take time to nurture that relationship. And they have all of these tactics about how you can appear hmm. authentic. Now, I'm sure they mean you should try to be authentic, but the reality is, right? The reality is... Um, any any bugger who's selling a Facebook course now and that market's getting saturated is going to be moving over to LinkedIn and saying, I'm the new LinkedIn expert. And you watch, in six months' time, everyone is going to be selling a course about how you can authentically approach people on LinkedIn and build connection and then sell your shit. I mean, it's going to get pulverized. You heard it here first. Wait, LinkedIn, you think it's bad now? You thought it was bad. I think it's all right still. I do get spammed, but I see... Yeah, it's it's going to be a tsunami of um of uh, yeah of rubbish and outreach. You'll see. Well, and the the bit I love about all that is let's be authentic. Let's try and be authentic. You know what? <laughs> be fucking authentic at the start. I know. Like, like just be authentic. Don't get caught up in all this nonsense. Don't try and and hack through it. I mean, and you're right. Like. Oh, get on and do this way, do that way. You know, the other side to it as well is that it's not just about the tactic that you install or that, you know, we've talked a lot about producing content and things like that as well. So if, you know, you've six months in, you've been producing content, what are you doing? Is it the right content? Is the content getting a result? Why are you producing this 
content. Did you rush out and buy all this equipment to make great videos or podcasts or whatever? You're making videos, so you set up a YouTube channel, you've got stuff going on, or you, your Instagram account, you've got great photos, you've got the setting, you know, you might have a, you know, like a green screen, but is it actually getting you a result? Mm. So if we were working on a content strategy for a site, you know, together or something for a client, you know, the end result would be this content you've produced how has it led to whatever the goal was? Let's roll back all the way to the beginning of the podcast series or whenever, you know, I sit with someone about what they're going to do with a new website. What's your goal? Like, and then, okay, so we wanted to do X. We wanted to improve our rankings on search engines or we wanted to get more connections through Facebook. I don't care what it is. You set a goal up and then you came up with an idea. Well, you know what? the ideas don't always work. There's nothing wrong with the idea. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with having a lead magnet. There's nothing wrong with having a newsletter. Nothing wrong with using LinkedIn unless it doesn't work for you or it's the wrong Mm. thing. But, you know, let's just say you'd been making a video a week for six months and posting it and doing all these things. That's 26 videos, right? And let's say that you were doing it to produce content to help drive traffic to your website. Well, did it drive traffic to your website? And if it did, did that particular traffic convert more? As in, did you get more inquiries? Did they buy more more of your fluffy dog shampoo? Whatever it might be that you were doing, check it. Don't just keep going down this pathway because you're titillated by the thing you're doing. I've fallen in love with podcasts. Great. Did the podcast work? Did the video work? Did the blog writing that you do? Did the ebook that you wrote and put up on Amazon sell? No, then reevaluate. It's the end of the financial year. Get your head out of the sand, have a look at what you're doing and ask it. Because if you're in business and guarantee you, if you had a shop and you had shelves of inventory and none of that friggin' inventory was selling, are you going to sign up tomorrow and go, yeah, send me 10,000 more? Of course you're not, right? You're going to ship that shit out the door and you're going to try and find something else. That's right. But I, I, I should probably, I'd like to say to counter that just a little bit, right, to say that on the flip side, you need to balance out that some people have really unrealistic expectations about the outcomes, the immediate outcomes for some of their tactics, some of their well, marketing uh, strategies. Yeah. Right? But we, we're going to talk about that in some coming up episodes about yeah. being, being real. But yeah, and I'm not talking, Ed, about... Um, what, what, I'm, well, no, what, I'm, what I'm talking about is what was the goal? Correct. And then is it working? So, you know, if, if the video strategy is a great strategy, but you've gone off track, you're just recording videos for anything or you're writing blog posts about anything to fill the space because you knew you should, you haven't gone back and planned it properly or you haven't looked at your plan and said, well, we were actually supposed to do these because that was going to do this, which hopefully would do that. That's what I'm talking about. Not just, again, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater, but what are you doing it for? You know, when you get your P&L and your balance sheet at the end of the year and you go, well, at the start of the year, I had these goals and aspirations. I had a roadmap. This is where we wanted to go. Halfway through, you know, quarterly, I was looking at it. You know, I was looking, looking, looking. You know what? It's just not as glossy as I thought it was going to be. Now, you don't just say, well, let's just shut up shop and go away. But mm-hmm. you start to say, well, hang on a minute. Well, I had this conversation with someone the other day. You said, well, you know, I've got all these people on. I've been busy as a blue-ass fly. And then I go to do my end-of-year tax and go, I could make more money if I was working for someone else. I'm right. buying all these other people. They said, so you had the conversation with the accountant. And they said, well, you know, you need to restructure your business. You need to do this. You need to do that. And this is, you need to get your profit levels up, right? And, you know, 
you've probably been distracted with something else. So great, turn the dial, adjust it. But the reality check is not stop doing what you're doing. Ask yourself the question, why am I doing this? Am I still doing it for the right reason? Am I getting the results? Or am I just doing this because I heard about it somewhere and it seemed like a good idea? Because, of you know, when you go to the next stage, if you're doing, what's that expression? Insanity is where you keep doing the same thing mm. but expect to get different results. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. What, um, what else do you want to get real about, Daryl? Well, I think that's enough. I think, well, I just think that's the thing, right? Whether it be your SEO campaign, whether it be your pay-per-click campaign, your social media campaign, your podcast, whatever it is that you're working on, what are the results that you want for it? Are you getting them? Have a look at it. Is your website really practical for your market? Like, you know, you're a, you do screen doors, right? You sell security doors with screens on them. Great for Queensland climate. We love them. But seriously, do you need to have, you know, a library of eBooks about the construction no. models of things? Probably not. No. Do you need to have a really well-structured message that says to people, hey, I need a screen door. These guys sell screen doors. What are the options? What do I need to know about them? How do I make contact and get a quote? You know, like that, just think about it. Like, yeah. That's it. And just be real about your motivations too. And I mean, we, we've all been there where we look at something and we think, God, I'm going to buy that. I want that. Right. And you think, yes, you justify it by saying it's going to be good for the business. But you, if you stop and like you said, take a reality check and you think to yourself, I actually don't want that. I'm just buying it for the titillation or because everyone else is doing it, then you'll probably save yourself some money and time. Right. So yeah. Get real. Well, and, and look, I think the reality check of it is you and I and most of the people we know in this space have enough trouble keeping up with doing stuff well, right? Really yeah. well. So if we can't do it and we kind of know part of what we're talking about, how the heck are you in your small, medium business, really busy chasing your tail, trying to stay ahead of it, you know, pay wages, make profits, satisfy customers? You can't do it all. Yeah. Get real. Be real. Nice. Do the stuff that matters most. What do you reckon, Daryl? We covered the topic well today? I reckon. Awesome. All right. So that's it for today. Hey, thanks again for listening. I really appreciate and Daryl really appreciates having you along for the ride. If you want to see the show notes, get access to the resources we talk about and get notified about new episodes, just visit bloodywebsite.com or subscribe to the podcast at iTunes or Stitcher. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review at Apple Podcast. It really helps other people find this podcast. We hope to see you next week when we'll continue this rant and this chat about my bloody website. It's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from him. <laughs>